Norm, it's 8.37. Are we ready? Oh. You haven't pointed at me. Oh, yeah, my bad. I wasn't even paying attention to the time. You guys were talking, and I was getting shit ready. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to... Yeah, that's right. No music, because Tom reset OBS. So hopefully we stay on the level here, right? Mm. On the square, on the level? All right, Axe. That's my hope. You ready to swear right here, right now, to the devil? Because that's what it might take. If okay, if if swearing to the devil makes all this shit work, done. You're in. <laughs> I think I've seen that movie. That is one Tom M. Norman who reset all our shit this morning. Stuff this morning. Uh, I am your host in DM, JC Dittmer. That other man chiming in is one Jeff. I always want to say Doc, but it's Munch now. Jeff Munch Williams, and that's going to change again in a few weeks. Uh, it'll it'll get easier, I think. I, I hope so. I think so. That man flexing and stretching there in the great fedora is one Ryan Crixus Kukta. He will forever be Ryan Crixus Kukta. Playing Lady Silver this morning, though. <laughs> and last but not least, the latest addition to the Two Nerds One Quest adventure, one Rick Chuck Lafay. Rick Chuck. Good morning. Rick Shaw. It's fun. You will forever be Rick Chuck. Rick Chuck. So, um, Jeff, you got a recap in Media Limerick? Sure, sure. The Lore Master, Lazy Dragon, all that other stuff. I all that other that. stuff. Yeah, I think I have a disproportionate amount of the opening credits there. Um, so, uh, last, last session... <laughs> Last session, we uh, avoided and then disarmed the trap uh, and uh, went into a room that uh, spoke out to, with a booming voice, and we had to solve a puzzle involving coins in a statue where one of them was fake. Uh, Chuck used his intellect to solve the puzzle, or maybe it was just Rick, but uh, Rick as Chuck. Uh, so we solved the puzzles and heard a click from another room. Uh, we got to keep the coins, including the fake, uh, fake one that was involved in the challenge uh we found a secret room that had gears and pulleys and a chest and a kobold that we beat up um bob disarmed the trap and we found some coins and a spell scroll and an emerald uh but then bob attacked the uh chest when it wouldn't move and it apparently rearmed uh and got stuck in the rearm position um the next room had some large pillars uh, Bob stepped on a dart trap, but he dodged it, uh, and then we had to fight off some kobolds, uh, which we thought we saw one figure running off up some stairs, uh, which we found out later were there. Um, and then uh, after the battle, we of course were investigating and took a lot more damage from the traps that were just hanging around. And so we decided it was probably in our best interest to head back out and uh, take a night of rest and sell some things and buy some things. One uh, correction, oh, the kobold that ran off ran downstairs. Oh, down the stairs, sorry. sorry. Just, Munch, just Munch, doesn't, Munch doesn't know numbers or uh, direction very well. Up and down uh, so. Success, as we cleared the first map and we found some valuable crap. Time to buy some more gear, possibly grab a beer, and heal from those last couple traps. Nice. Very nice. I had this thought in my head that um, Munch not knowing up from down he like falls up and throws down like when he eats too much he'll throw down mm. yeah <laughs> so sorry wrong. Chuck I, I threw down again 
I threw down in your shoes. As long as, you, as long as you turn your head the other way when you throw down, you're fine. Don't look at me. Turn your head uh, I would argue what? that throwing down on people's shoes is useful. In them. People listening to him think he's constantly getting in fights, but he's just throwing up. I threw down again. <laughs> Well, that's probably how it started, is because he threw up, but it went down. And so he, when someone said he threw up, he thought that meant down. And then yeah. trying to figure out what that actually means, he's just all confused. Or you threw up on someone's shoes, and that led to a throwdown. Yeah. <laughs> and you heard someone mention throwdown, so you assume that that is throwing down now. Yeah. Common's weird. Um, just for a side note on my music thing, I just put on Never Gonna Give You Up by Rick Azchuk. You said Rick Azchuk. That's funny. So you gather up all your stuff and make your way back out through the dungeon gathering up. Did you happen to count how many leather armors, Jeff? And it sounds like something you would do. Um, Other armors and spears you gathered up? I feel like I did at one point. Uh, how many would I be able to carry? Because I know there was four in the one room, two in the other room, and one little one. So I would say seven, but seven leather armors might be a lot to carry. With, And I think each of them had maybe three or four spears. So probably not carrying it all out. Two to three spears. Um, is anyone helping Chuck as you guys walk or Munch, as you guys walk back, you notice he's picking, he's like pulling the armor off these guys and kind of throwing it over one arm. And after the first room where there was like the the room you get out of, he, he seems like he's kind of got his arms full. You go into that room where there were four of them and he, he stops and he starts doing it again. And he's he's getting to the point where it's almost comical. He's got it piled up in front of him. There's spears sticking out and stuff and he can't see where he's walking. Is anyone assisting him? No. No. Not if he doesn't ask. <laughs> Do you ask him? No. Chuck could help direct him where to walk, but I, I'm useless in trying to carry stuff, and he knows that. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's probably why he's trying to do it all himself. Yeah. Because <laughs> you normally don't carry stuff, and he's not used to having other people with you. Yeah, um, he, heard, he heard him say, go back and sell stuff, and so he's been kind of like just grabbing stuff that looks sellable. Then what I would like is a... Um. Uh, perception check from Rick, or from Chuck, to assist. Uh, Munch getting around the doors. Munch, uh, acrobatics or athletics check to do this. And you thirteen on the perception. Thirteen on the perception. Yes, yeah, so you get a plus one to your roll. Or the assistant from. I'm going with athletics. I rolled yeah. a thirteen plus one would be fourteen. Okay, um, and, then, and I and I chose I chose aesthetic or uh, athletics because I'm assuming like he's not too concerned about bumping into door frames, so he's probably using the doors as guides to keep okay. going. Uh, um, so he's kind of bouncing himself through the the place. You don't drop anything. Um, you end up with six sets of armor because that's about the best you can carry. Um, the fact that it was only a 14 out of the eight spears you brought up, you broke four of them from hitting them on the doors. So they're not going to sell well. So you have four spears that will sell well and six sets of armor. 
that will sell well. Let's you make your way back up top. So you guys come out of the Otari Fishery uh, warehouse. Uh, the Otari Fishery is 12, right there on the river by the dock, or by the on the water by the dock. Um, it is as you come out there. There's a commotion out. Well, you think it's a commotion, um, but you guys have all lived in Otari for a little while. You understand that. Uh, what is her name? It's a chica's name. Tamerly. Gladys. Not, not Tamerly. 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 Yep. She is running. It's, it's in the evening. It's evening time. And she is running typically the games she runs at night. She does gambling games and uh, feats of strength and uh, like horseshoes and um, hand grenades. Feats <laughs> uh, of strength. No, no, no. Yeah. Strength of feet. That too. There, there is a couple guys wrestling. Uh, this is something she typically does for entertainment. Um, it is all centers around gambling, um, and she ends up using the entry fees for prizes for the games at the night. It, it's just a gathering place that people blow off steam after working hard. Um, Beyond the general uh, chaos of this gathering, which as as you start to watch it is less chaotic than it sounds as things are organized and there are, there are people running these different games, you do hear the steady uh, sound of the sawmills and logs being stacked that always echoes down from the cliff over the east side of town. That continues onward through the night. Lady Sel, when you first moved to Otari, it was a bit disconcerting, but now it is like a white noise to you every night as you sleep. Um, same with uh, uh, all of you moving to Otari. The, it was a... It might not have bugged some of you as much as others, I imagine the goblins were used to the mining operations that they came from, so having that steady working sound of of an uh, establishment continually droning on through the night didn't affect you guys as much. You want to sell your goods. The problem that you're thinking as you come out and realize how low the sun is in the sky is that most of the shops of Otari are probably closed for the night. Uh, the open places would be the bars. Um, that's kind of it. The bars, the the um, the library, the Dawnflower Library is always open. It's open 24-7. I believe it's seven. I think there are seven days a week in Galarian. <laughs> I know one of the days of the week is Desna. So <laughs> that's all I know. I will get more of that information for you, Jeff. I know you love it. Oh, I'm I'm pretty sure I read that it's basically an Earth replica, so. I'm sorry, you roboted on me. You pretty sure you read that? I, that it was basically an Earth replica for Calendar. All right. So what would you guys like to do as you come out? I'll do my best to follow them. <laughs> I'm going for a beer. You're going for a beer. Where would you like to go? 
There is the crow's cask, which is popular among uh, farmers and merchants. Um, there's the crook's nook, which houses the Otari's worst kept secret, the thieves' guild that is run out of the attic. Um, or there is the un unconventionally named rowdy rockfish, uh, which is a, actually a surprisingly quiet tavern that you could go have a have a drink and maybe a chat with people and not have to sit and watch bar fights. Would we be familiar with all of these yes. bars and yes. what they... Okay. You are citizens of Otari. Oh, that's right. Yep. Okay. You are all from Otari. So you, you are familiar with all these things. So um, one thing you would know is that at the Crook's Nook, which is 10, that that bar is literally a bridge across the river. And there are trap doors in the bar floor that people will wrestle over trying to throw each other down into the river. <laughs> so that tends to be a rowdier market. I would, I would think that would be the normal stop, but considering we've got gear and stuff and uh, Munch is looking all blinged out, that, that might not be the best unless we're looking to attract attention. Yeah, I would probably recommend is... us going to the rowdy, the, the whatever it was, the rowdy cock or whatever it was. Rowdy rockfish? Nice. The rowdy rockfish? Mm-hmm. Perfect. Uh, on your way to the Rowdy Rockfish, you pass through 11, which is the Otari Market. Uh, you see most of the uh, wagons are filing out. There's a couple of wagons still that have um, are packing things up, but the, the market is done for the day. Uh, you cross, rather than crossing through the Crook's Nook, all blinged out, you decide to take the main road. Uh, the su main southern road across the river. Um, as you come across the bridge, you look to the right at the ruins of the thirsty alpaca, and it it always unsettles you a little bit at night as the lights start to glow from underneath. Uh, rumors are that this this remains of an old tavern uh, are haunted. Um, it it collapsed in few years back and no one has thought to explore it uh, people have kind of stayed away from it in general uh, due to the bad luck of it collapsing um, you had me at haunted mansion uh, are you ready for us to go into a haunted mansion today to go in there no I was not ready for that <laughs> all right well just heads up I mean I mean if you want to I'm what do you want to do? Do you, do you? I mean, like you know, this has been here. That Bob has always had a inkling to go explore this. As much as people have talked about this, Bob has always wanted to go explore this. Would, would you say Bob is superstitious at all? Um, he's not superstitious. He's open-minded. Okay, open-minded. Go ahead. Might mention that. I'm sorry, Lady Sill might mention that we can only handle one job at a time, boys. So. <laughs> but th this, so this would be something that every time we walk past it, I would point it out. So you would be used to me just saying, hey, let's go there. So yeah. maybe we don't wa walk past it that much because we end up at the Crook's Nook every time. And <laughs> hey, yeah, 
And that's why you end up at the Crook's Nook most times is because Lady Sill realizes Bob will want to go. <laughs> like, I imagine a conversation of going, hey, there is the Runes of the Thirsty Old Pack. <laughs> and Lady Sill going, not today, Bob. <laughs> yeah, but that's the job to do. Yep. I would imagine uh, there's that... No, there's that no one... money in that, Bob. <laughs> exactly. No one is wanting to have that excavated. I would imagine Maybe at one point I got... Bob got hammered enough to where everybody had to like basically sit on him to keep him from going. <laughs> That's fair. We, we took him to a different burnt out building. I have a question he he for there. you, Tom. Yeah. Is, is Bob religious? No. Now, the only reason I'm asking is because are you aware of Caden Kalian in Galarian? That's a sound, hard negative. This sounds like Bob's god, is if that, you ask me. Is that the um, Sills god? No. Is that the god of drunken ghosts? Yeah, it's it's god of drunkenness. Um, hang on, hang on. Where are the deities? Good friends with my god, actually. Okay, good friends of. Yeah, good friends. I remember being yeah. mentioned at one point. Yeah, I just I love the god Caden Kalian. <laughs> he's, he's such a. Calistria um... and Caden have an on and again off again relationship, I believe. Uh, I'm doing a little uh, look up here for Tom's sake because this might actually 437 to 440 Oh, Caden Kalian 435, 437 Caden Kalian, a chaotic good the drunken hero ascended from mortal life on a drunken dare and became the god of ale, freedom, and wine Caden promotes freedom and encourages others to find their own path in life. He fights for just causes and delights in best indulgences. Okay, Drink, well, free slaves, and aid the oppressed. Seek glory and adventure. That may not be Bob's god, but that's now my god. Tom <laughs> <laughs> uh, now worships Caden Gillian. Um, <clears throat> the anathema of him is waste alcohol, be mean, or standoffish when drunk, or, or, or to own a slave. Like, those are not his mm-hmm. beliefs. So I, I think he would be not... <clears throat> not necessarily religious, de- but a fan yeah. of him. Yeah, More he of wouldn't a hero be de- worship, not a devotion. He wouldn't be devote, but he would, he would pay attention to that. Like, he's, he's not going to, like, you know, spend every Sunday going to church and bowing at the knees of, or bowing at the feet of Caden Killian, but... You know he's he's uh, he's a general follower. His churches are um, taverns, pretty much. Yeah, you know what I mean, though. He's not. Yeah, you're you're more a fan of the man than than the god. Once Mm -hmm. he became a god, it was kind of like he sold out. (laughs) Yeah, nobody likes to sell out. It's like the uh, Mel Mel Brooks character in uh, Robin Hood Men in Tights. There's, the there's, there's squirrels, there's birds. Bless, Bless the everything. <laughs> Bless the birds. Bless the squirrels. All right. So you move south uh, after being pulled away, Bob, from from the ruins of the Thirsty Alpaca. Perhaps a um, new arrival. The town may ask you to clear that out at some point. Um, a you move south. Uh, where am I? Oh, I, I moved too far. Towards the Rowdy Rockfish. 
I hate it when I move too far. Yeah, yeah. See, this is where I'd have the other one. Rockfish is a quiet bar, as I said before. Um, I've been through so many descriptions of Rotari that I need to find. I have them in like four places. Uh, rowdy Rockfish. The Rowdy Rockfish. Rowdy Rockfish is SpongeBob's, you know, secret <laughs> in the closet lover. Yikes. Um, as you approach, there's a sign uh, depicting a rockfish with his fins up in a boxing pose. It hangs above the door of a two-story wooden structure. Um, as you open the door, it's really calm inside. It's not rowdy at all. Uh, it, it's uh, behind the bar you see a a young lady named, well, actually an older lady, (laughs) looking at her picture, named Brelda, Brelda Venkervale. She's stoic, but shrewd. Um, She sits there uh, on her stool behind the bar, hopping down to give, pass out drinks whenever uh, someone needs one. There's a few patrons in there. I don't know if you can see her. There she is. That's her. Brelda. She hops down off her stool as she sees you. What can I do for you this evening? They're going to be good, right? She she points at the two goblins. <laughs> oh, they're going to be fine. Yep. Brelda, you know us. We've been in here before. That doesn't mean you won't be bad. Munch. It just just food tonight, please, okay? I don't want to lose any more chairs. Okay. Brelda, Brelda, I'll be keeping them in line, as I always do. Thank you, Lady Phil. I appreciate that. Bob, what can I get you? I know you'll probably want a drink right away. Oh, you know it. You might as well give me two to start. I'll take two of the... Let's go top shelf today. Ooh. Spending some money tonight, aren't you? Yeah. It's been a rough one. Would you guys like any food? She looks at Munch. Yeah, Munch is still carrying all the stuff and <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> can't see real well. Without Munch, looking honey. around, I would order food for everybody. I'd be like, yeah, let's let's keep it coming. Munch, honey, you want to put the stuff by the corner over there? He starts walking the wrong way because he can't see which way she's pointing. <laughs> he walks right out the front him? door. <laughs> I wasn't thinking the front door. Munch. This this way, Munch. Munch? Munch is halfway to the kitchen before he realizes. He'll follow the sounds. Look out look out for the chair. She said no more no no. Make a dexterity saving throw. There it is. (laughs) Uh, Reflex. Reflex save. Boom. Six. Natural one for a six. Rick finally put a chair in your way. Um yeah, no so more you, chair. Yeah, you trip <laughs> and fall on the chair. And it falls over backwards. Uh, the armor, the spears go sailing. <laughs> into a big mess on the side. Well, there were four good ones. One of the uh, one of the patrons just kind of shakes his head and goes back to his drink. Uh, elderly man sitting on the corner Chuck, of the Chuck bar. Chuck just lower, lowers his head, grabs two silver out of his pocket, gives it to Ravelda and... Walks on. Bob Bob goes over to 
to to <sighs> to munch and like kind of picks him up by the lapels and sets him on his feet, kind of like a <clears throat> like like kind of like what you do to a kid when they're in a snowsuit and they <laughs> fall over. Pat him on the head. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, I'll pick up the mess. At least make it look a little organized. And I'll set the chair up so it looks like a chair again, but it's obviously not going to hold any weight. Make a sleight of hand check. <laughs> uh, is that stealth? Or stealth. Um, There's no sleight of hand in this. Uh, what is it? What is Deception? It? Nope. Um, Thievery? Yeah, I believe. I believe it's thievery. We'll say it's thievery. Something that's... Uh, I am untrained, so... Uh, it's a 12. A 12? Yeah, you're able to get the chair to stand up. Like you said, the second someone tries to pull it away from the table, it's going to collapse again, but... <laughs> Do I see him doing this? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> I'll go, I'll go over and try to stabilize the chair with my crafting skill. Okay. So that somebody doesn't get hurt. Uh, make a craft... What is it? Crafting check? Yeah. 15. 15? Yeah. Yeah, you actually... Where it is... Uh, um, where it is broken and would fall, you're able to actually you pull a few little bits of bent metal out and some screws and, zing, 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 and get it all kind of back together where it may hold a small being a medium being <laughs> a, a, a medium being sitting in it may break it again <laughs> but <laughs> it's a functional chair again for some Chuck is, Chuck is used to following Munch around and <laughs> fixing it cleaning up after him <laughs> this is a thing that he's just used to doing Ladies, still make a perception check as you pull up to the bar there. 23. 23. Um, looking at uh, Brelda, she seems off today. Like, she seems in her head. Alright. Um, as I order my mulled wine... Can I just say, Brelda, dear, is everything quite all right? Yeah, I'm, I'm, oh, hang on, I gotta figure out, find his name. I'm just missing my son today. His disappearance is weighing on me. The ownership of this bar, I mean, it used to be his. Uh, Lazda is his name. I think he may be gone for good. I know some people you, said they saw him leaving town with a hooded stranger, but... I thought... You I was holding... he left... You, you believe he left Otari with, without mentioning that to you? No, he didn't say anything. He just up and left and left me a note leaving the bar to me and I, I held out hope that that he may come back but it's been a year now 
year to the day. So. Mm. Oh, but that's my issue, not yours. Nothing for you to worry about here. I'm just a little bit. As he pounds away at the chair, he's like, well, by property law, then the bar is yours by now. So at least you pick that up. So in the deal, it's a good thing. Is there anything I can get you, Lady Sill? Drink-wise? Wine? Ale? Yes, I'll have some mulled wine, or... Uh... Sure. Yes. Um, she brings uh, the mulled wine in a, in a nice stemless glass out to you and sets it in front of you. Um, and she goes over and grabs two big wooden ale mugs that look like they're beat you can see the edge of the the mugs are like looking at it as a human you think it would was chewed on the rim of it but she fills them both and brings them and sets them down in front of munch and chuck and you realize these are the mugs she uses for goblins because their teeth are so sharp (laughs) that it's just natural that when they when they drink their teeth scratch the mugs otherwise so she has a set of wooden, stout oak wooden mugs that she uses for goblins and sets ales in front of them that they typically drink, if they drink. I don't know if you drink. Chuck? Yeah? Yeah? Bob? Munch? <laughs> I, I don't question Munch and fiving, <laughs> but I didn't know if Chuck was a drinker or not. So you have a nice uh, meal and some drinks here. Um... And the rest of the night kind of goes by without uh, issue. Uh, you discuss amongst yourselves anything you want to discuss as far as lodgings or anything like that? Uh, yeah. <clears throat> I mean, we're um, residents now, right? You said so. We're mm-hmm. yeah. So we I would assume we would just go back to our houses and then meet up in the morning. Um, so I would I would probably discuss or at least bring up uh, like what time do you actually want to meet? Like what? Do you want to go right when the shop opens? What Lady say you? Sil, Lady Sill flips over just a couple tarot cards and she suggests that we meet again at 7 a.m. Sounds good. That seems, that seems a little early. How about 6? No, no, I, 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 I would prefer much later than six. Um, not much is totally. And then confused. Lady Sill says, "You don't want to beat the bacon out the door, do you?" Ooh, bacon. So Munch will nod, like, "Yes, good plan. I like your plan." And we'll just assume Munch will show up whenever because he doesn't know how to tell time. Munches with Chuck. <laughs> Munch will go where Chuck goes. Um, Munch, Munch has never been told that bacon comes from pigs or he doesn't get it. So he thinks pigs are awesome and he thinks bacon's awesome. He doesn't get the connection that that's where it comes from. <laughs> oh, do you think oh. he'd be sad about it? He might. Oh, he likes he kittens for sure. Oh, that'll be a... Oh, he likes kittens too? Oh, good information. Yeah. I like that. Oh. Right. <laughs> so you guys end up having your nice night. You discuss meeting. Um, are you meeting at the shop then? At the, at, so. at the place where you could sell stuff? Or 
Are you, Should we meet for I'm, breakfast? Maybe have some bacon and eggs, and uh, you know, maybe Munch will finally bring his 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 pet around the kitchen for the cooks to feed. Because I would assume you'd have a pet pig, right? No, no, no. I, oh. Mm-hmm. Chuck knows that I can't keep a pet. There's no way I'd, I'd yeah, be able was... to keep one alive. But when I see one, I yeah, definitely like gaga over it. I know there's probably been a couple of times where Munch and a pig have been fighting at a trough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was gonna say even like at dinner times, you guys are probably used to it now. But like they, rather than waste the waste products of the food. They bring out a plate of the waste for Munch to eat, so they don't have to, you know, store it or haul it away. You guys cut all the fat and gristle off your steaks and stuff, and then you just scoop that I mean, on Munch's plate. I mean, I think the kitchen even does that. <laughs> yep. That's very, uh, fish, fish Munch, bone. Munch, has, Munch has had several um, pets. He just doesn't understand the concept of restraining them or keeping them inside. So, so you know, he takes them home and. That they leave. for a night, and well, the next morning when he got up for work, the pet would just the cat or whatever would wander away. So odds are good they were someone else. There are a lot of like alley cats and stuff that visit Munch. They hang around looking for food and scraps because they're used to him feeding them. Considers them as pets. I like that. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, that's that's brilliant. There there are probably several alley cats in Otari and maybe a few dogs that that know Munch. Mm-hmm. In a bigger one, well, and I, I imagine that places like the the taverns routinely bring some garbage and stuff to their house. And there is, um, there is a thing, and it happened. It started at the uh, at the mining camp. The 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 cooks. There was a munch bowl, and, and it's just there's there's now a munch bowl in most of the taverns in Otari. That if munch is around, they will bring the munch bowl out to him. So gross. <laughs> it's like some places keep the like that compost bowl yeah. on the counter to like put stuff in their their composting. It's probiotics. Come on, <laughs> it's the reason he throws down. <laughs> uh, we could see hey. this all day, but enough yeah. about me. Yeah, oh, anyway, yeah. like that was like a God. I I couldn't even count how many entendres that had in it. <laughs> it was great. All right. Um, so you guys meet the next morning for breakfast at the same place. Or do you Simple, meet? sure. Is there is there something closer to the to the actual shop? Uh, to the shop. Uh, Which shop are you going to first? Because there's a couple of shops. The crows. The crows cask is the closest one to the. I think we go to the blades for glades. Yep, blades for glades would be the, uh, the that's easiest to sell armor and weapons. I would argue that so. we would go and sell armor and weapons first because I would just get annoyed at Munch carrying all that shit everywhere. No, it's like we're heading to breakfast and all of a sudden you see Munch walking down the street and you're like, nope, we're going to the shop first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's very yeah. accurate. Get rid of this before you break another chair. Before you stab me in the ass with it. What <clears throat> happened a couple of times on the way out? So we see Munch, like, running towards brunch with, like, you know, it looks like he's, like, that uh, athletic trainer that has to carry all the gear, and there's, like, gear falling mm-hmm. all over the place. And... Kit boy. Yeah, kit boy. 
So you go, you go, and you're about to enter the crow's casks, and Bob's like, no, let's go get rid of this stuff first. <laughs> so you move further up the road to the north to six, which is where Blades Glades is. Uh, it's the primary smithy in, um, in, uh, Otari, and it is run by a gentleman, uh, yeah, I did grab the right book. Where is it? Is it in this book? I don't know if it's in this book. It might have been the other book. Nope. It's the other book. Sorry. My bad. It's run by... Carmen Rajani. Distant cousin to Carmen San Diego. That's his picture. <laughs> Looks like Hercules. He is, um... He is arrogant. Thanks for that, Tom. Uh, believes he... Uh, I do what I can. As a descendant of one of the founding members of Otari, uh, he kind of he's not overtly arrogant, but the way he talks, you it, it seems like he is slightly better than the average person in his own mind. As the uh, bell rings at the uh, door opening of... Blades for Glades. He looks up from the work he is doing behind the counter. He's sharpening a sword behind there. Eh, hey, my friends. My friends. How are you doing this morning? Oh, we are wonderful. Good, sir. It seems oh, you have wares for me, huh? Yes. Yes, we are taking a break from our current job and we we are a bit bogged down, as you can see by my friend here. As he's, so one, of the, one of the spears ends up sideways when he's coming through the door, and he doesn't understand why he can't get through the door. <laughs> that sends him, uh, Carmen Ajani, running around the the uh, counter, and he goes through the counter, and he's like, eh, no, no, munch, munch. Hey, wait, he'll go sideways, sir. <laughs> Come through the door sideways. Yes. Carmen. I don't know if I'm we French came... or Spanish. It's okay. <laughs> or Mexican. Carmen, we, or Mexican. we came to you. A little Scottish is to the start, I thought. But it's a little, kind of all over the place. I like this guy. I mean, well wonder traveled. by nature. <laughs> Well-traveled. I am well-traveled. <laughs> Through Galarian. Yes, Lady Silva, what can I help you with? Carmen, we came to you because we know that you'll give us top dollar for these beautiful wares. Oh. Make, make a persuasion check. <laughs> I believe it's persuasion. Is that a persuasion or a performance uh, or deception, depending on what your... Uh... Uh, I'd say performance more than deception. Okay. He's not trying to trick him. Yeah, he's not trying to trick him. <clears throat> yeah, I'm doing a lot of licks on the lips and Blinking of the eyes. So. Are you, are you, you're being flirty. Yeah. Uh, it's per, is it performance? Could, Perform. Could be society. <laughs> no, maybe not. Is there a hussy role? <laughs> I'm certain. I'm roll starting on fire today. Nineteen point six is twenty five for uh, performance. Wow. Twenty five for. Prefer, <clears throat> for performance. For um, performance? 
he has a um, kind of a, 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 um, a tan skin, but that does not hide the blush that watches his face relatively quickly. Ah, uh, ladies, yeah, top dollar, you know me so well. Ah, yes. And he kind of, he kind of grabs your hands and just kind of, oh, look at you. Oh. Yes, for my favorite client. And he goes behind the, uh, um, behind the counter again, uh, laying out all the armors and spears. Um, you have six armor, four spears. What else are you selling? Uh, that, that's all that I have. I have my flail and, well, I would tell him I'm selling my shield after I get the spikes off. So I looked at the oh, thing. Yeah. We would have been able to do the spike thing. It it says right in there how to install them in the spikes themselves. It's yeah. like a 10-minute crafting thing. So so I would have taken the spikes so off. We, yeah. we would have, yeah. And I have a silver bowl to sell, so I might as well sell that. Oh, and he, sets, he grabs the bowl and he flicks the edge of it. And he sets it on the counter and he flicks the edge of it and kind of ping. Is there any water in the bowl? No. There's no water in the bowl. Well, it's not like <laughs> an automatic filling bowl. No, the second you took it off the pedestal, the water ceased to exist in the bowl. <laughs> that would be a rude yeah. trick. You put it in somebody's house upside down so it just keeps filling and you end up like... <laughs> <laughs> but you don't know it until you pick the bowl up. It's like put the, the pass upside down the in the first, bar. It'd be the invention of the first operating toilet in Otari, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Your Sorcerer's Apprentice nightmare. Um. <laughs> All right. So you wish to sell your shield? Um, let's see. Let's. I will deal with Munch first. See, yeah. Ah, uh, see, yeah. Okay. <laughs> da. So right. So right. That right. That right. So, uh, Jeff, what did you say? The armor. So, two uh, gold? Uh, to to purchase armor, leather armor would be two gold. Now these are the kobold ones, so yep. I don't think they're going to be in that good condition, and they're probably small. Um, Lady Sill had made an amazing. Uh, persuasion check, uh, performance check to flirt with him and get him in bright spirits. So you will get half of what all the... So they're two gold for the armor? Yeah. So uh, you'll get one gold for each armor and... Uh, it was one silver per spear, so... So yeah, you get five copper for each spear then. Okay. So it's total of two silver and um, six gold. Six gold, two silver. Okay. All right. Uh, Lady Sill, uh, I, I shall buy this. Uh, uh, the silver bowl is beautiful silver bowl from you for, um, would you say, 15 gold? 15 gold sounds uh -huh. Isn't that bowl worth? It's worth, five. it's worth five. Five? Oh, oh. my bad. My bad. Rewind. <laughs> four gold. I will buy it from you for four gold. Damn you! <laughs> I thought that was... Wasn't there something that you guys got that was 20 gold? The, em the emerald was. But yeah, we don't emerald. know that. Yeah, you don't know that yet. 
that's a different shot. Or sounds very reasonable, Carmen. That's why I come to you, dear. Do you have anything else? My lovely. <laughs> Back to French. <laughs> oh, wee wee. Oh, poo poo. We see. We see. Poo poo. We see. What? See, we. See, we. We see. Wee wee. Oui, oui. No, I need to powder my nose. <laughs> I have nothing. Else. You have nothing else? Alright. Um, where is it? I had the list somewhere. I had it pulled up this morning. Because Jeff was so kind to go through it all and post it. Uh, Alright. Um, right, Bob. Hey, Bob. Do you have... You wanted to uh, sell a shield, did you not? Yes, my fine shopkeep. I am looking at this flail. flail. I would lay the flail out so it's like stretched out, you know, so you can inspect it Mm -hmm. and uh, put the put the shield. If I wrote it down correctly, the shield should be two gold and the flail eight silver. For what they are, what you got to pay for? for Yeah, the purchase price. Purchase price. Okay. Um, Two gold and eight silver. I will. I would give you two gold for it all. Yes? Yes, that does sound reasonable. You took shield spikes off of here, yes? Yes. It looks. I can polish that up. That is no problem. Are they securely fastened to your new shield? Yes. Are you sure? I think Uh, it's a DC. uh, I think it was a DC 10 or something. And I'm pretty sure it cut it. Yeah, I was gonna say, Chuck, go ahead and make a a, a crafting check for moving those spikes. Oh, DC ten crafting check twenty two. Yeah, they're on there. You're sure they're on there. Good. Yeah, they were on there almost better than they were on the other shield. (laughs) Yep. And I would go. My good man here does a fine job and pat him on the shoulder. If he says they're good, then they're good. Chucky called you a man. He also patted my shoulder, not my head. So I'm appreciative of that at the moment. Fair enough. <laughs> Chuck suddenly feels like he's moving up in the world. I got called a man and he patted me on the shoulder. Wow. She touched my life leg. Is, life is good. <laughs> um, is there anything else that any of you would like to sell here? Chuck, do you have anything? Nope. Uh, nope. I, I got all, I took just straight cash. Cash money. Straight cash, homie. <laughs> Can I add a song to my uh, uh, soundtrack list? All right, then. Um, it is wonderful doing business with you. Thank you very much. Hey, boo-boo. <laughs> <laughs> hey, give me the picnic basket. The man of many voices. Yeah. Many, but none. The funny thing is that you guys probably don't know this yet, and I don't know if anyone in Otari knows this, but his voice actually sounds like this. It's <laughs> probably something, but he figures an exotic voice would drive the prices up. So, so he's very monotone, and he sounds like he's a robot. He actually, yeah, he kind of sounds like this when he's when he's just talking with his 
when you get him drunk, he yeah. lets his guard down. <laughs> when he lets his guard down, his accent completely disappears. So, oh, um, so what would you like to do? Um, so we would have uh, then, uh, I think we said we were going to uh, get a, a healer's tools for, like a second uh, set of healer's tools for, um, for Chuck. So we would just have to pick that up somewhere. I don't know if anybody else was going to make any purchases. No, but wherever we get the healer's tools, I'll have something to say. Um, did you want to try and sell that emerald? No, I don't, want, nope. I don't want to. Okay. Um, I have a feeling there might be other members of the party who might want me to if they want something valuable. Anyone know Munch has this emerald? <laughs> Didn't I even see him grab it? I saw it for sure. And I, I think I said Munch has been showing this off like to everyone in town. So, oh yeah, like because he can't wear it, so he's just like holding it and showing people, and then he's using it as a monocle sometimes. <laughs> it's why you broke some of the spears, is because yeah. you, you don't have a firm grasp on the pile of stuff because you had your emerald in one yeah. hand. <laughs> and if I look at the sun like this, it makes pretty shapes and colors. <laughs> and I'm blind in one eye. <laughs> all right uh so moving to just like a uh, is there just a normal shop uh I mean, there's the market but i think that's kind of more for uh day daily uh one-stop shop for food tools and other everyday gear yeah that would be the market so the market be would be open is. So you guys can choose at this point whether you want to go for breakfast first or go to the market. You. Well, if we're, if we're right next to the market, I would say. You are not. The market is on the way back to the fishery. It'll be the last oh. thing before the fishery. Yeah. So then I would say food. So you head back to uh, the crow's casks, have a uh, breakfast with the local farmers and merchants, bacon, there's eggs, and like... They're the one that always has like the farmer's breakfast style thing. Actually, they have something that Munch likes a lot called the farmer's feed, which is literally just a pile of different meats and eggs scrambled together with cheese on top of it. And there's actually sounds delicious. There's actually a place somewhere. I think it's oh, I forget what restaurant. There's a restaurant that that's called the farmer's feed, and I think it's the. Uh, what's the name of it over here in De Piran, though? Let's like, anyways, delicious. So, the black you have honey a nice, hashery? not the black honey hashery, although that is delicious as well. I do love um, that place. Yeah, I have not um, heard of this place. The Nicolet restaurant over there by the uh, railway tracks on the west side of De Pere. Um Yeah, mm. I think they're the ones with the farmer's feed. Oh, God, I'm going to have to go there after this. <laughs> Either that or make my own. I'm really hungry now. So, so, uh, so what you're saying is at some point we should do a live stream from the farmer's feed <laughs> and get or from the Nicolay and get the farmer's, farmer's feed. feed. Yeah, I may do that. stream. Yeah, I should, uh, I should really get that TikTok account going for the show and do that. Um, all right, so you have your wonderful breakfast that goes by... Uh, you're full, fat, happy, ready to set out adventuring. Uh, you move towards the Otari Market. Uh, the Otari Market opens up each morning. Actually, it's open and bustling already. 
uh, the earliest uh, citizens are up and doing their thing. Uh, grab it. It's like a farmer's market. It's fantastic. Uh, but there's also like other goods and uh, like woven goods, uh, leather armors, um, leather trinkets, like scabbards, beautifully inlaid, carved out leather scabbards, um, leather pouches, anything you can think of that you just need for everyday use is here um, at the market and i'm trying to figure out who runs the market <laughs> um, munch would just like to spend a unfortunately large amount of coin on snacks that he okay. can uh, that he can throw in his okay. backpack for underground yeah um so there are a couple of different kinds of fish that they make into um roasted snacks uh using different spices and stuff um dories and cheese um, that's C-H-I and D-O-R-I. Um, those are different sea-dwelling creatures. Um, those two in particular, they take the toes of and season them. Um, the the Dory toes are seasoned with... Sorry, I can't help myself. <laughs> are seasoned with... Uh, like spices from Southern Galarian and coated with cheese. And then the chi toes are. <laughs> Ooh, those are the puffy ones. Yes, those are the puffy ones. So you get the it, flat ones and the puffy ones. Yep, you get the flat ones and the puffy ones. Um, the, the dories, uh, their toes tend to be like triangular in shape. It's more and like then, a fin. Yeah, it's, it's more like a fin where the. Um, where the cheese, they're kind of like uh, almost like crabs, and so their their legs end up. It's the like the shell of the leg stuffed with like cheese, and they sell Doritos. Yeah, I will buy a lot of Doritos and Cheetos. Um, <laughs> they're very crunchy and delicious. There's a wizard that found a way to put like empty space in a bag so they don't get crushed in your backpack. Yeah, it's like yep. sealed. Yep. Um, the market is welcome, run, <laughs> run by a dour, humorless Helino Lathanar. Easy for you to say. Uh, you, one thing you do know about Kilino is that he pays handsomely for wolf pelts. <laughs> you don't know why, but you've never bothered asking him. But anytime someone's got a wolf pet, pelt, he will pay a good, good sum for it. Almost more than you think someone should. How much does he does he have wolf pelts with him? Yeah, he's got a bunch of wolf pelts with him. I but would buy really... a smaller wolf pelt and attach it to my armor as a to kind of give me like a more furry, wild look. Like uh, like on like, like the shoulders or one shoulder, one shoulder. Um, you actually, he's, he's got a very, very soft one that you can only assume came from a wolf pup. Um, but it would fit perfectly on your shoulder. Uh, it's not cut in the shape of a wolf at all, so you're actually wondering if it was a wolf pup or if it was a part of Just a Just a wolf that was pelt. washed that day. Yeah, maybe a, a clean wolf, but it is incredibly <laughs> soft. 
Was it a teen wolf? Maybe. It might have been a fox named Michael. Um. Bless you. <laughs> also, yes, I would Man. buy that and uh, the and Michael attach J. it. Pelt? Michael J. Pelt? Mm-hmm. <sighs> <laughs> I'd like to thank everybody for showing up to today's stream. This has been our last one. <laughs> I, I love that we're just poking Tom today. <laughs> He's not having enough problems with OBS, so uh, we yeah, gotta, we gotta give him other problems. problems. Thanks for jinking it, you fucker. <laughs> and there goes the stream. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah, for a couple silver, like two silver, you get a really nice wolf pelt that actually fits on your shoulder really well. Uh, do you want it on one shoulder, or do you want it to be like both shoulders? Um, How does he wear this? It'll cover whatever you want it to cover because you're buying it for this purpose. How do you wear this? You know what? I would actually make it more like a shorter cape. So it would pin on both shoulders and kind of go down the back a little bit. All right. So I'm assuming that'd be a little more than two silver. Uh, Yeah, probably three or four. We'll say three silver. We'll do three silver. Yeah. All right. So you grab uh grab that. Here um anyone have anything else in general that they want to purchase? Nope. Um I guess I'm just going to mention that uh that they Keep, that the shopkeeper keeps the wraps that I'm interested in around. Just uh, kind of making sure. One and a half. Uh, how much did you want me to pay for those uh, Dory toes and chi toes? A um, couple copper, like three or four copper. Okay, and he's going to just pay copper. in gold. So whatever you say copper, I'm going to subtract in gold. So okay. three gold? Three gold. Okay. Whoa. Thank you. Lunch. I think the, the impression I'm hoping to leave is that every time I walk through the market, they just hand me a bag of them because I've like prepaid. That's kind of, yeah, you get to, you get two extra bags nice. today and you'll, you'll probably get more tomorrow just by walking through. Nice. That that will I, honestly that that will be a that will be an ongoing thing now for probably the rest of this campaign to come back or for until, the rest uh, of this until uh, like Chuck or somebody notices that I'm doing it and they're like, where did all your gold go? Mm-hmm. Like, what do you mean? I've been buying these snacks. It's I'm like, just saying gold. you're gonna get you're gonna get free snacks for a while. Nice. <laughs> I know what it nice. is. Prepaid for Ooh. days worth of free snacks. Probably gets free samples when he walks up, and they talk about what the next cool snack would be. He's like, you know, it'd be cool is if they made like instruments you could eat, you know, like little little trumpets or something or bugles. (laughs) Bugles. New snack crackers invented. Yeah. 
There, there is actually probably one vendor that does this. It, it probably makes like funnel cakes and stuff as well. Mm. Why is today been all about food? It's literally just a cake that is shaped like a funnel upside down. I don't know, but I'm gonna make freaking pancakes after this. I think. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I gotta make some eggs, sausage, hash browns. Are we back, Norm? Oh yeah, we're good. Yeah, I said. We're, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, I, I, was kind of for, I was kind of waiting for us to be back. Cool. All right, excellent. Food, food talk aside. <laughs> Uh, you are you finish in the market and you head to the fishery. Um, Tamerly Tanderville is sitting there at the at the door when you guys show up. She's like, ah, I saw you guys come out last night. Uh, how are things going? Um, I, I did you did you find the source of the, of the fish being gone stolen? What is that munch? She looks at your necklace, points at it. It's pretty, huh? He'll kind of turn in the light and then show her the emerald for sure. She looks at the emerald and goes, oh, well, that's probably worth a pretty penny, but... She gets... You notice she gets a little pensive looking at the shell hanging from your neck. I don't probably notice. <laughs> that egg... Huh. Hmm. Well, to answer your question, lady, um, yes. we had to come back up and take care of some business, but we are headed back immediately. Oh, okay. You find anything so far? Yeah, oh. give her, uh, lady still give her the whole update of, you know, we've seen some Giant spider down death. there, and a giant spider, and Cobalt. there could be any number of uh, of reasons that those fish were disappearing so far. Kobolds and spiders doesn't seem to be enough to account for the amount of fish I am missing. Just as a, as a question, um, do you, were you keeping anything in your basement besides fish? No. Is there something down there besides fish? I mean, clearly no, there's a hole in the wall, but, it, but I have not gone in it the just hole seemed, in the wall. It seems like somebody put forth an awful lot of effort to just get some fish, mm. considering that we're by a big body of water they could have got fish in. <clears throat> that is curious. I wonder why. Curious. She, she curious. keeps, as she's talking to you guys, she keeps looking at the eggshell on... Um, Munch's neck. Munch just thinks she's admiring it because he's not great with people. The three of you can tell she's not admiring it. There's something concerning her. You don't even need to make a roll to realize there's something concerning her. Lady, what is what is troubling you? You must tell us. Do you do you see? Uh, you guys aren't much for mathematics, are you? you not a chance in hell. Chuck, take a good take a good look at the curve of that shell. Imagine how big that egg had to be. And you'd start piecing that together looking at the curve of it, and you realize that that egg had to probably be about this big. Probably, yeah. probably about maybe like you might have fit in that egg when it was whole. Mm. 
probably something not small came out of that. Yeah. That may be what's ever eating the fish. <laughs> I'm guessing. What would have a the idea shell what? that large? Kind of... Sorry, Rick. Okay. Uh, there's any number of things that could have a shell that large. Um, the first thing that comes to mind for me, I mean, obviously, because I'm, I'm a... Like reading stories and stuff is dragons, but dragons don't exist. At least not around here. I heard tale of them far in the north, the Lenorms. Them. Uh, the ladies that ride their dragons in the frozen north. Can of course Chuck take a, a closer look at that shell? He wants to see if it's smooth like an eggshell or is it more it's smooth like an eggshell but you oh. know have you ever seen an eggshell that is kind of like you grab it from the grocery store and it's kind of got like the spidery looking veins in it like it looked mm -hmm. like it maybe maybe broke or cracked it's got stuff like that that is all like green woven into it I'm not gonna lie that sounds pretty cool i kind of like to have money. one <laughs> How much time you guys want to take? We could we could go to the library here and see if we can find anything, any information about egg-laying creatures that would have something similar to this. Uh, as soon as the word library comes out, Munch's eyes glaze over. Yeah, I know Munch. I mean, I talk. I I say a quick conversation with Vandy might help. You guys know Vandy Banderdash. Uh, runs the um, Dawnflower Library. Can't hurt. Um, it's better that we know what we're getting in, what we're up against, or at least what it might be. Do we, uh, and this isn't Munch talking, but do we know if uh, a trip to the library is going to cost us the day? Like we'd have to stay another night because it's across town and investigation and stuff, or. It, it might take you some of the morning. Um, um, when you mention researching the egg, you can see that uh, Tamerly is like, kind of is like, oh, well, yeah, maybe, or maybe you could take care of my problem. <laughs> um, I mean, I understand it's part of taking care of the problem, and I'd like you to be prepared. I don't want to see you die. I, I do enjoy your company when you come around. Um, if, if you feel it necessary, by all means, go ahead. Take some time to research. Um, just know I'd like this taken care of sooner rather than later. I would say if it takes just an hour or two, you know, it, it would be worth it. There is another option, I believe. Oh, no, it's about the same distance. Uh, Odd Stories is a bookstore as well that's to the north. Across from Blades for Glades. I would assume the library would be a better option. Quite possibly. know someone there. That as well. Alright, so you head you out wanna, to the library then? Do you want to roleplay the library yeah. or do you want to sum up? Um, we can sum up the library here. Uh, what, oh, actually, we'll we'll roleplay it slightly. We're not going to spend a ton of time on it, but we'll write, 
roleplay it slightly. Uh, Vandy is a um, cute little round-faced halfling. Uh, she sees you come in, Lady Sill, and she's like, Lady Sill, it's wonderful to see you this morning. What brings you here? Hey, Vandy. You know, we are on a quest, and quite secretive, of course. However, we came across a very unique find, and hoping you might have some information on it. Oh, you know me. I'm always ready to recommend a book. Or Well, it's actually knowledge. the knowledge that may have come from a book. And then I kind of point over to the... My word. That is something else. And she walks over to Munch and she just kind of... May I touch it? Munch is all about showing off his cool bling. So yeah, she's he's, uh, he's super excited. And she takes it gently and takes up most of both her hands as she's holding it. She's like, oh dear. Where did you get this? And she kind of lets it go and starts walking away. And she says, come. And and motions for you to follow her. And she's sp- scanning the books on the bookshelf as you guys, as she's talking to you. She says, if this is what I believe it is, this could be dangerous. <laughs> mm. she, That's surprising. She flips down. She opens up a book and... Um, it's uh, th- this particular book, if you catch the cover on it, is Magical Beasts and Where to Find Them. And she looks at it and goes, No, that's not good. That author's not reliable. Sorry about the clap. <laughs> she claps the book back and <laughs> puts it back on the shelf and grabs the book next to it and um, starts flipping through. And she's like, Nope. And she closes the monster manual and puts it back on the shelf. That's that's not a very reliable author either. And grabs another book down. <laughs> Starts looking looking through it and Yes. Here. Welplings and it. And she turns the book and holds it out to you. And there is an entry on green dragons. And there is a picture of a green dragon egg. And it has a very similar pattern on it. Wherever you got that, I would be very careful going. Um, Upon seeing that, Bob would make a very large groaning noise. Uh, Let me pull this up. I'm going to give you... You can ask me three questions. About green dragons, if you like. And I What's will answer them weakness? from that block. Would a, would a party of level one survive again? Oh, wait. <laughs> Munch would be like, how many questions do we ask? Does that count as a question? And do you guys have any other questions? You asked three for, three. You asked for <laughs> vulnerabilities. Um, they... Let's see. Actually, I should be looking at the one in the here because it's going to be of the appropriate size. 
Don't. Right? Say what? What? <laughs> you said adult. appropriate size. I'm like, adult, right? Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. um, Not the size. It's oh, how oh, you use it. it. All right. Uh, yeah, make, John, make sure you have an appropriate size dragon. Yes. Yes, exactly. I do have an appropriate size dragon. I've never had any complaints. Um, Rawr. <laughs> Rawr. Um, it does not have any vulnerabilities. Bob. Cool. Something else someone would like to ask. You have two more questions. What do green? What do green dragons like? I, I've heard that dragons spew stuff out of their mouths. What does a green dragon spew out? Um, poison. And then like, in what radius? Is it a cone? Is it a line? Is it a what? It's a cloud. Oh, wonderful! A, a cone. <laughs> I'll give you that. It is a poison cone that it will do. Okay. One. One more question. How big do they get? How big do they get? <laughs> that, that I need this book for. <laughs> um, the dragon, Bob. It gets the, enormous. The dragon. Uh, amphibious dragon. Where is it? Where's their sizes? Uh, skill, camouflage. You never know. Maybe it's a cute little dragon. Huge. Huge. Does not say size. I wonder if that's in a... Pretty damn big. Pretty damn big, we'll say that. I'm wondering I if there's answer. A, a general dragon entry that gives... Um, I was looking for that. I will find you the exact size of it. They get pretty damn big. They get up to ancient. Pretty damn big. Um, yeah, young, adult, and ancient. So oh, it's in there. It's in there. Uh, code. It's gar uh, uh, ancient is gargantuan. Ancient is gargantuan. Where did you see that, Jeff? Uh, I just archived of Nethus. I typed in green dragon, and uh, it's part of their. Where did it? Oh, there um, it is. It's part of their tags. Yep, yeah, tags. That's what they're called, tags. Yep, yep. The the ancient ones end up being gargantuan, which is I forget what that size is. Bigger than we need to worry about. Hopefully, yeah. wouldn't fit in any any of the rooms you've. All right. Um. <laughs> any of the rooms you've been in so far. The fact that there is an uh, remnants of its eggshell. Gives you hope that it's relatively small. <laughs> True. So, then, and okay, we will on those on the size that they get. They end up being gargantuan on the fact that they're not. Um, they don't have any or not immunities, uh, um, vulnerabilities, and the fact that they have a poison breath weapon that goes in a coin. Cone will leave you there for you to start back into the dungeon next week. 
Chuck wanted to do one more thing after getting information from the dragon about the dragon and just talking to the group here. Um, She said that it does poison damage and that it's in a poison cloud. I've, I know that from my alchemical training that you can, you can drink something that makes you more resistant to poison and, and Maybe we could find some here in town before we go back into the cave. Um, you call an antidote. Yeah, I'm um trying to find it. I I Crunchy. read it. I read where you get them from, and I can't. Uh, I will figure out where that store is. But yes, you guys know of the store where someone that would make those. Good deal. Then we can pick up there next week. Oh, is next week Mother's Day? Yes, yeah. yes, I believe it is. Yes. Are we so, all good for Mother's Day? I'm good for Mother's Day. I think at this point I am still. Okay, we'll say probably okay. We'll say as of right now we're good, but that may that's a it's it'll be a we'll call it a fluid situation. Watch the mm. socials. I had one of those once. I did too. I was preparing for my colonoscopy. <laughs> anyway, we are Two Nerds One Quest. We are here every Sunday morning, eight thirty a.m. Central Time. We may or may not be here next Sunday, but we'll be here the Sunday after. Follow us. Oh, that was loud. Uh, follow us. Twitter, Patreon.com forward slash Nerds Request. Discord, Bit.ly forward slash Our Fun Discord. Join it. Have fun. Talk to us about music and movies and games. All sorts of oh fun my. shit. Yeah, oh my. Um yeah, the if you want to support the show, patreon.com. Uh otherwise tell other people about the show, let other people know about the podcast. Podcast drops Wednesday mornings, usually around seven thirty AM Central Time. Uh get the podcast. Tell others about it. Give us ratings and reviews wherever you get your podcasts from. Do it. I dare you. For me. For Rick. For Cooch. For genius. And for the DMJC, we shall catch you maybe next week. In the future sometime. Roads? Where we're going, we don't need roads. Road. Speaking of a fox named Michael. <laughs> and I would I would have put us part. to music. I would have put us to music a while ago. <laughs> but alas, I could not. <laughs>